Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. This episode is a best wishes debate. I will present my guests with two wishes connected by a theme, and they will debate which one you should take if presented with both. Previously, we had, would you rather never get hungry, can't starve, or never have any food taste less than delicious? My audience favored practicality over indulgence. Final results, 75% no hungry on Twitter and 60% no hungry on Facebook. This week, we're choosing between being visitors or visited. Would you rather aliens come to Earth or you get to visit aliens? I'm joined by Velvet Wells and Bree Watson for this very close encounter. Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. Joining me this time, we have Velvet Wells. Hey. And Brie Watson. Hello. And we're doing one of our best wishes debates, and it's on the theme of aliens, and we're choosing between either aliens come to Earth or you travel to aliens. Uh, Which side did you pick in this debate, Velvet? I am with the right side of history. Mm-hmm. You travel to aliens. And what about you, Brie? Look, I think that all of you know what we've seen on TV has shown that like negative elements of aliens coming to Earth. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that it could have some very positive consequences. <laughs> uh, so I am pro aliens coming to Earth. I'm I'm curious to have you go into the specifics on that, Bree. What what do you think are the positive uh, consequences of aliens coming to Earth? I mean, we don't know who's out there. They might have all kinds of look. We're standing in a planet that's dying. You know, we there might be aliens out there who have some serious solutions to things like climate change. Uh, all of you know, all of the things that that uh, you know, things like energy, renewable energy. If aliens are smart enough to make their way over to us, I think they can help us. I don't think it necessarily has to always be about probing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have included that in the positives. I... <laughs> Hey, we're not saying there can't be any probing. I don't, think, right. yeah, I don't think the way they do it is the nice kind. <laughs> I don't think they make it fun for anyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this not a pro versus anti-probing <laughs> debate? Okay. okay. Let's rewind. <laughs> I, don't know, I think if, if Ryzen's come to Earth, I think they have some fun ways of doing probing. That's right. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Velvet? What, what do you want to say? What are what are the things you most want to see when you visit an alien world? What 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 are you hoping for? I want to see how other people do it. I want to see how they live. I want to see these Edens 
where they have solved for so many of the problems that humans create for themselves. I want them to uh, to be able to have social engagements where no one feels awkward and has to disappear suddenly. I want to feel those <laughs> moments where where you can have a, a, a debate and it doesn't get personal, where you don't have one group of people taking resources or land or lives from other people. Those are all things that humans do poorly. And mm-hmm. so I want to go and see these other model societies, other model worlds. And also, like, the idea that you have to breathe oxygen to survive, you have to be on the ground to survive, like, that's so limiting. That is so human required. If you have alien species, you are going to have alien solutions and alien requirements. I, I want to I be where the aliens are. <laughs> Well, Sounds I think like you a make a musical some, some... number coming up. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, hey, look, I'm going to win this debate. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll leave that up to the audience. But I, I have a little question, I guess. Like, if you're talking about an alien that doesn't necessarily have the same biological requirements as humans, then you might end up having to spend all your time in some sort of enviro suit or like only being able to be out of it in your own bedroom or something like that. But I'm okay that, with that because I'm not okay Riker. I'm not looking to, <laughs> um, to to plant my seed in everywhere I go. Uh, I, That's not I, what I, you were saying about the probing a second ago. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> there's still planting involved, Bray. It's fine. Uh, but uh, th- there are so many ways that you can engage. And, yes, there are going to be hostile uh you know, entities out there, that's, you know, that's going to happen. But there are also that potential for the positives and to learn from each other or to learn from, to be mentored by. Uh, To me, the idea of us not being just limited to this one planet means that the diversity of thought is going to expand. Hmm. Uh, What about you, Bree? Do you have any thoughts on that? Any counters? I think that all the things that Velvet is mentioned are also possible if we are the people greeting our, you know, fellow aliens on Earth. They can share these ideas, share these philosophies, share these abilities with us. And we don't have to spend, you know, millions and kajillions of dollars wasting the resources we do have, aka Elon Musk and, uh, Uh, Jeff Bezos developing the technology, you know, to go out there when those funds could be better spent right here on Earth solving the issues that we do have, like hunger and things. We can be ambassadors for these people to come or these creatures, these aliens, to come to us. I mean, I think they prefer people to creature. I can't I'm imagine. Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think, I think Bree shows exactly why uh, planet Earth is not going to be the Walmart greeters of the universe. <laughs> I will use whatever term that they suggest <laughs> I use. I have no problem uh, adjusting to whatever title they choose, and I'm sure we won't either if we're the happy ambassadors to them right here on Earth. I'll say just take creature off your list. Okay, though. I won't say so. creature. I'll just <laughs> scratch creature out of the conversation. There are, I, I, can't there be cute creatures and interesting creatures? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that Ooh, such boy. a terrible word? 
A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh, I take it back. I'm sorry. I do. I do like how your argument basically is like, yeah, I want to meet aliens, but I don't want to commute. Uh, <laughs> I don't, it's not about commuting. It's about wasting precious resources <laughs> and creating more damage to the planet uh, than we already have. So, so unfortunately, I think that that's a fallacious argument because uh, the whole idea of the money spending the money, well, money's not real. It is a concept. Uh, people like in Bezos, Star Trek, in no, Star but, but look, Trek, no, no, no. even 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 the Musks and the Bezos and all of them, they could divert. Uh, some of their funds to solving the world's problems and still have plenty left for the exploration. Exploration will always be an edge case in the development of any society. So you need to have that. Otherwise there's stagnation there. So you can do both. It is that human nature is to not do both. It is to hoard and to, uh, you know, and to be, you know, call people creatures. I also think that it is human nature to explore other countries and try to ex uh, ex uh, what's the word exploit. That's the word. Thank you. Yes, yes. I I see that happening if we go out to other countries or other uh, you know worlds and planets as well. We can't be the debate isn't on the nature of humanity. It's uh, shall will they come here or do we go to them? And I think there's plenty to gain from, from welcoming them here and and asking uh you know asking for all of these uh, you were mentioning uh, you know exchanges of uh, knowledge and of science and of resources uh that can all happen right here and and help us right here with the problems that we are facing so your position is that earth is the um is the college credit uh, or the work term for the rest of the aliens to come and, and help us get better? Uh, not necessarily. Or I guess we're the charity case. Is kind right. of yes. Like we're, yeah. they're, they're all helping us and we're, we're very much we can in ex- the victim position, I guess. <laughs> uh, at the moment, I think <laughs> <laughs> you're asking, uh, at the moment I see that we have a, a problem with our planet. And if we mm-hmm. we can, and if we are able to um, formulate exchanges and something, yeah, I guess the problem with that is that eventually my exchanges are going to involve one of us going with them. Uh, so hang on a second, let me <laughs> <laughs> let me think about that. Uh, if they come here and they want to use us for uh, any uh, future uh, re- research uh, on us, uh, on our anthropology or sociology or if they want to learn from us that is also something that can be truly beneficial what is it about humans i mean in science fiction especially humans are always uh, posited as there's something unique about them that doesn't exist anywhere else and uh you know that's a really good hype job but what is, you know, if an alien... Because, it's because humans are the ones well, coming up with the exactly, idea. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but, or, so for you... A lot what, of the time what it is, is humans are seen as the default average. Like, they're the medium-sized species, you know? They were never the smallest or the biggest. There's always like, there's big ones and there's small ones and there's smart ones and there's dumb ones. And humans are average. Well, yeah. or or they, they think so differently right. from how any other civilized culture in the universe would think. Well, that, it's because that we haven't able... developed any, or we haven't encountered any other civilized 
species. So we're <laughs> underdeveloped. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of like in you're terms of- let's go out to space. There might not be anything out there at all, right? You're, what a tremendous waste of resources that would be. At least here, the aliens who uh, presumably actually exist are coming to us as, as opposed to us going out there and thinking- Gee, I hope there's something out here. So, so the argument that is that because we don't know enough of the universe, we don't know where we're going, and therefore it's a waste to even try. No, not a waste. You said uh, it's a waste of resources. It's a waste of resources. Yeah. Uh, is it a waste to try? Well, I suppose my argument in this case is that at least if they are coming here, we know they exist. It is a concrete fact, and we're not sending uh, people out to gather nothing but but th this side of the argument is that we are traveling to aliens so we know that they exist okay. just like we we know that they exist because they've landed on our planet right so like, i guess it, in Bree's defense is we don't know how far a trip it is how how sure. far commuted is so it might be really hard to get information back it might be really hard you to might end up right. yeah you might end up going there and 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 you do a bunch of learning and then it doesn't benefit uh, anybody else but yourself it's a completely selfish endeavor uh. so uh, generation ship absolutely <laughs> it's likely that i personally wouldn't live to see the end of that journey uh that it would be great grandkids that would continue that on uh, so, you know, in terms of selfish, it, it, you know, it's, it's not selfish. <laughs> well, I mean, so okay. I'm just choosing this, where I'm buried. This wish is saying you get to meet aliens, but maybe it's okay. like a cryo sleep thing, right? You get to oh, meet okay. them, but like you can't send anything back. Or there take, are you, lots you, you of you variables know. here. <laughs> that part's not guaranteed. There okay. are so many variables. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Basically, I want an alien to come to me. Uh, in my sleep. Wow. Okay, this is getting a little this bit too personal. Are you sure? Revelation. You want to put this on? And uh, you know, take me to a different place uh, consciously. How about that? This still sounds like the not wanting to commute, not wanting to travel. Yeah. You want to get the Uber <laughs> Eats of alien yeah. visit. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I tipped five stars. Yeah, that's right. They <laughs> literally did, five they stars did a, away. It's yeah, five stars away. <laughs> really great job getting here uh well that is my main argument right that's the main argument in this is uh it, it's much easier for us if they come here than it is if we go there what else do i have to say you know i, I think velvet has the obvious upper hand because there's a million worlds out there that we can visit and i'm trying to say come to this fucking racist yeah. piece of shit world <laughs> you live in actually and i think that's your marketing that's your soundbite right there yeah. hey have, you, you know, sold for this do you want a trip to the past where racism is still real come to earth it's a time capsule. <laughs> Earth is set up like a pioneer village for aliens. <laughs> it's, right. really, yeah. it's a Disney world for the, for the aliens where they can see how much better they have. It. It's a small world after all. Yeah. I don't think I want to be a small world. Either. I don't want to be someone's example of what a pre-warp culture is like. <laughs> And they point and laugh at me. This is the example of what I not to, to do. I just want to find out what happened to Mulder's sister, you guys. Mm. That's it. I just right. want to know. <laughs> They're here among us cloning. <laughs> They're already here, right? There's, there's another thing. <laughs>
This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And, and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No. Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash Spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. See, I'm fine with I'm I'm fine with them already being here. In some ways, I feel bad for them that they're already here yeah, this because is a shitty, of, shitty, it's a shitty planet. Shitty. But uh, you know, but it, the idea of us exploring, of having adventure, of knowledge sharing, of being able to send it back, yeah, it's you know, maybe some people have already gone and we just haven't received that information back from them. We don't know. I do think it is funny though that that we that some people, <laughs> aka Belvin, uh, <laughs> right now uh, would be like, yeah, I would love to go explore, uh, you know, space and other worlds and other planets and things, but we. You know, we're talking about how politically and in many in many ways, Earth is, you know, a garbage fire right now. But I think it is worth exploring the beautiful parts of the planet that we do have. I went to the mountains this this year and, you know, what a what a majestic and amazing thing that is. Right. Just out of nowhere, there's these beautiful geographical markings that we have all along the planet. That granted, Simple they, human, so impressed exactly. with big rocks. <laughs> that might, you know, maybe that exists in, in many different forms in other planets. But I do think, I, I don't think it's right to just discredit our planet. And I personally would enjoy being a tour guide to a visitor right here on Earth. Maybe I'd stick away from, you know, the southern United States. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't look down there. Yeah, yeah don't, there's nothing going on over there. Um, but, you know, I... I 
I, I don't think it's fair to discount what we have for the, for, and just like set, you know, leave it on fire and, and fly away to another planet. Cause then we'll just do more of the same with any other society that we encounter. Well, only if we had enough people doing it all at once. I think I, I agree. I agree that uh, Earth has a lot of natural resources that are beautiful and amazing. And it is unfortunately the way our society is built that that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. That uh, the things that count are, are you know, and, and I think of that for myself. It's, it's, I love everything that you just said. And I remember I, I've gone diving, scuba diving, and I love that. But also the idea of being out in nature is like, yeah, I just, I, can you have that delivered? I, <laughs> you know, I, I feel, I feel that dissonance even within myself. Um, but I have spent most of my life being ready to peace off of this planet. And then I'm not willing <laughs> to. to- you- <laughs> say you wouldn't be like Meh, i don't feel like leaving the spaceship today <laughs> oh yeah which is why when you said what happens if the environments aren't quite uh conducive to humans right it's like yeah that's okay oh so i'm inside today that's fine <laughs> yeah it's I'll beautiful it. send me a picture that's fine <laughs> can i google it <laughs> there is something i do want to bring up you've both presented uh aliens to an almost utopian degree like yeah, that's everything true. sorted out <laughs> of course I would like you guys to talk about the, let's say they're like, yeah, they're pretty good. I'm not saying we've got like invading aliens, totalitarian aliens, destroying Earth or anything like that. But let's say if they're I mean, just we've not, already got enough of those in real life right now. Yeah, we're full up. And th- these are positive wishes in the grand scheme. But let's say they're aliens that aren't perfect. There are still some parts of their culture that maybe we don't want to take on um, or that we don't want to experience. How do you guys think that will uh, favor or disfavor your side or the opponent's side? Well, then I'd like to introduce them to my Colt 45. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> I, I, and that's one way to do it, I guess. I think that even in the utopian version of things, of, of them having a solution to help us, there is going to be resistance to it because they're going to come from the most loving place and there and humans are going to be like no we don't want to do it your way we want you to fix our way of doing it's like that's not possible so so i think that there's going to be that friction that exists by traveling to where they are it is up to you to acclimate to that new thing as and as much as you don't like it oh yeah there's never been a yeah i was gonna say how let's look at the history of humans going to you know other places and being like no i'm cool doing it your way (laughs) (laughs) true true so we may we may be we may be in the ship because we're impounded they're like no no you're permanently quarantined because oh there it is you're the virus you didn't fill out the paperwork properly i didn't know you guys had paper yeah you guys didn't download the app (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Before you left. <laughs> uh, so the struggle is real, you guys. But yeah, I guess it would it'd be harder to protect Earth from any sort of cultural influence we don't like. Because, I mean, they're here, right? Like, there's nothing we can do about... There's no way to set up a buffer if it's the... Well, yeah, it's up. almost like if they're coming here... I guess it would depend what they want. Like if they're coming here to steal our resources, for example, if that's the kind of alien they are, you know, or if they're coming here because their land has become inhabitable or whatever, you know, is it, is it just a a matter of creating a a really good, uh, you know, 
alien immigration <laughs> process. <laughs> and hell, I feel like Canada is well equipped for this. I, I'm, I'm going to say, suggest so that <laughs> the alien immigration is going to be their immigration system. They're going to decide where we are. Yeah, as no, that's to a good us point. deciding where they are. <laughs> We're taking over this part. You guys can figure out where yeah. you end up. I mean, that, you know, that I guess, again, it depends on how, how resourceful or what, what amount of resources they have, how violent they are, how, you know, what they're, if they have, you know, powers or anything. I mean, mean, it could be smaller stuff too. Like it could just be like their version of a handshake is a wet willy and (laughs) that just like catches on. So then like even humans. That's just fun. That's just (laughs) fun stuff. I think I think you've just uh, you've just made clear to me why mullets are still around. As aliens, <laughs> Velvet, you you could totally pull off a mullet. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I, Especially I, those like they've got those like nice perm ones that are coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I you know I I have to admit I've been working on my rat tails just yes. as a yeah. <laughs> Does that mean you're an alien? <laughs> yes, it does. That's why I want to leave again. Uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like the the danger of uh, more hostile aliens is it's a matter of scale. If we're traveling to these other alien worlds, then you know it's a smaller number of people who are in impacted negatively by it as opposed to if they come to earth it's all of us yeah i mean we have organizations like the i mean i say we but really it's like the canadians don't really it's the americans who have organizations you know like the military and the cia and the fbi who have worked already tirelessly to you know protect the earth not, from not alien with track records i mean i know you've no, you watched that propaganda show the x-files yeah, but yeah. historically <laughs> track record not so great yeah as far as with other humans go horrible but with aliens <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, i hope we don't have to deploy XCOM, but we'll see <laughs> I just guys, it's weird. There's this creepy dude smoking a cigarette hanging out behind me. <laughs> but he doesn't smoke it with his mouth, so I'm no, pretty yeah, sure he's an it's alien. The fact that keeps sticking it in his ear. Yeah, <laughs> he wet willies his smokes, yeah, man. He still looks cool, but like I, I don't think it's doing anything for him. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's 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 do some final arguments. Let's try to convince our audience that your side is best. I will give the opening remarks to Bree. How do you convince people that aliens should come to Earth? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up, Bree. Come on. Do it. Do it. Uh, okay. We have such an incredibly diverse group of people and beliefs and ideas and ideologies, and we have such incredible art and uh, culture and food and just all the best parts about humanity are still here, even though the most nasty ones are the ones that get the most press and, and get and, and tend to speak the loudest. And I think if, you know, another species was able to come here and experience the best that we have to offer in not just our world, but in ourselves, I think that would be 
a, a tremendous experience for a being from another planet. It could create long lasting relations and, and long lasting exchanges and diplomatic ties, all the best of humanity connected with all the best of, of another world, another species could really, you know, deepen our experience in this planet or in this planet on this planet and in this universe. No, oh, it's very beautiful. That's really, you're trying to found a Federation right there. That's right. I think you threw alien cuisine under the bus somewhere in the middle there. So no talk for you. I, you know, I haven't had to try. I haven't had the opportunity to try it. You know, <laughs> that's where velvet. That's where velvet <laughs> points are going to go. <laughs> right there. Yeah, this, is, uh, this is the foodie perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear Klingon food isn't that great. No. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Jeez, you're getting canceled for this one. I'm sorry. You wrote this beautiful <laughs> five paragraph, <laughs> and you ended with that conclusion. Yeah. Okay. It just, uh, it just doesn't. I can't digest it. It Does that make you laugh? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right. So how about you, Velvet? What are your f- closing remarks for why you should go to aliens? Humans have historically been very nomadic, very adventurous. And this is the next leg of our journey. We have such experience being immigrants into new places. And while historically we have not learned how to be hospitable to the guests who invite us into those spaces, we believe that aliens have learned those lessons. And if they haven't learned those lessons, well, we're, we have experience with that. We know how to fight back. But but I don't for the like ones that implication, but I get it. It's not a, it's not a threat. It's it's lived experience. <laughs> it really sounded like a threat. Photons are charged, but it's not a threat. So uh, we we understand that mentality, and we will be able to acclimate to that. But we are hoping we are we are holding on to hope. If all of the writers about humans have said that humans offer something different from other aliens. I'm hoping that it's hope. I'm hoping that it is, uh, they are seeing the goodwill as uh, the goodwill hunting or the goodwill uh, Martian. Uh, Anyway, uh, in conclusion, uh, try the gawk. All right. Velvet pushing us towards that final frontier. Uh, So we've had our arguments from both sides, but what about you audience? Where would you vote? Would you rather have aliens come to us, or would you rather go and visit aliens? And we'll have another wish to break down soon. Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com, join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or buying a t-shirt on TeePublic. All this information at breakawish.ca. For more Brie Watson, go to improvniagara.com. They've got both live shows and classes. Also check out her podcast, The Constant Struggle, where she and her brother interview different artists. For more Velvet Wells, he's running a six-week workshop in January on musical improv. And in the summer, he'll be at the Ottawa Fringe Festival. Find the details on thevelvetduke.com. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. So, what would you wish for? Breakaway.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 